0: Hey guys, welcome to the, uh, the first show, the inaugural kickoff of this, uh, this amazing campaign, uh, the Frontline Forward podcast, uh, in conjunction with COVID Health and COVIDHealth.ca. Um, Today, a, it's a special day. Uh, it's a new beginning, just like uh, what's going on in our world right now. Uh, we're living in a very challenging, very tough, uh, and a very uh, confusing time for a lot of people. Uh, we here at uh, Frontline Forward, in conjunction with COVID Health, uh, just want to uh, shed a little light. Uh, they're pretty dark and, uh, and dreary days right now, and we just want to turn that around and uh, see what we can do to uh, not only help out uh, the community, but uh, help out uh, the world uh, as a whole here right now, Canada. Absolutely. Uh, and the rest of it. My name is Brian Stevens, and I'm the host of the uh, Frontline Forward podcast. I'm here with my uh, very close friend, Mr. Ron Sonoda.
1: Welcome and hello. Welcome and hello. Welcome and I hello. I like that. That's,
0: <laughs> That's Italian, by the way. <laughs> uh, the purpose of the show. Um, you know, we, uh, we sat back. We, we had the, the Step Forward podcast, which we, uh, we started, and we had, uh, we had that going. And then uh, the world was, uh, was, uh, was hit with what's going on. Uh, it, uh, it it was a little bit of a slow introduction, and all of a sudden, boom, it just hit. It did. And uh, we are, we're in the middle of it. Uh, we're in the middle of a war. Uh, this is a, a world war. Yeah,
1: it's something that a lot of us haven't experienced. You and I are children of the 60s, so we witnessed the Vietnam War. But mm-hmm. uh, our parents' experience, my parents' experience, your right. parents' experience, World War II, and this is... This is what everybody's liking it to this is a global pandemic war on, Absolutely on our is. not just socio-economic but mm-hmm. our
0: our human spirit our mind body and soul yeah and, and you know that's the the tough one for a lot of people right now is that uh for those that uh, haven't experienced this that don't have uh, the generations behind them maybe that have experiences or had those conversations this is a whole new thing and uh you know uh like it or not it's here um, and I mean, it's uh, we're we're in a war. We're in a uh, global uh, pandemic health crisis. Uh, this virus, the COVID-19 virus that's out there, um, it's deadly. I was, you know, obviously uh, we, we hear and read about that each and every day. Yeah,
1: we are. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're being inundated with a lot of information overload. I call it the rabbit hole. We talked about that uh, off camera about going down that rabbit hole, but yeah. I'm just, I'm your Ed McMahon. You're the Johnny Carson. So you're, why are we here? What, what what's this all about?
0: Yeah. The, so the uh, the purpose of the program. So I I want to jump, uh, take a, just a few steps backwards and, and just introduce what this is all about. So, um, the uh, co-founder, uh, Mr. Robert Rinaldi. Good man. Uh, good guy. Yep. All around good guy. Uh, Uh, Robert's a pretty dynamic individual he's the co-founder of shout out to
1: Rob what camera are we on (laughs) one or two here shout out to Robert Robert uh, is
0: the uh, is the co-founder of COVID health and uh, instrumental in getting the website up the COVIDhealth.ca which I uh, uh, want people to to take time out of your day uh, and and visit that and see the community heroes campaign that's that's going on right now but uh, Robert along with his wife Dr. Sarah Rinaldi um, just an amazing young uh, woman. Uh, <laughs> of, nice, nice round of applause <laughs> there, folks. <laughs> They've <like>, they <laughs> <put like that laughs> together. And uh, they started the whole COVID health uh, campaign to just be informative, be educational, uh, let people know what's going on, give them a, uh, a site to go and, and watch. And uh, through a good friend of ours, a mutual friend, Mr. Dave Fady, uh, we connected up. They came to uh, to me and uh, you know asked whether Frontline would be like to would like to be part of this amazing campaign and uh, absolutely I said yes uh, so Frontline Forward uh, located at forty five Shirley Avenue here in Kitchener an overall health and wellness center for our uh, for everybody uh, but built by myself for first responders so we're trying to reach out to the first responder and healthcare community right. uh, to them as well as their uh, their families. Uh, to come to our place and and be uh, maintained and uh, improve their overall health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've got uh, a really a a grassroots approach to to what we're doing here. And the covid health uh, program is just that it's a grassroots campaign. Yeah. Um, You know, we're we're at the uh, we're at the grassroots. We're reaching out to the men and women, uh, our healthcare workers, and our first responders, although the people appreciate the jobs they do, I think they're really starting to come and understand what, what they're all about.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the whole reality and transparency and, um, is something that we're all kind of getting uh,
0: accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether we like it or not yeah whether we like it or not it's here and and you know when uh when dave came to me and introduced me to robert and uh and sarah uh, rinaldi and said would you guys like to be part of this campaign i said we will do absolutely everything and anything that we can do to Mm -hmm. support this absolutely so we've become uh, in conjunction with dave um, a logistics center a distribution center uh, for uh, some PPE, we're we're getting a little bit of the community that's bringing PPE our way, and we're distributing that out uh, as we can. Uh, we don't have a lot of that uh, that stuff here, but we are uh, distributing some of it. But the biggest thing that we want to offer here is hand sanitizer, and uh, you know it's something that uh, that's in short supply. Like you know, remember uh, when this first kicked off, and you said to me, you "Go, I think you should go out and." pick up some hand sanitizer. Yeah. And this was like about a week before things even just got going. Yeah. I went out and at that time it was an eerie thing but the shelves were empty. They were. Completely empty. Uh and then that's when we got introduced with, with Robert and Dave about what's happening uh in this community and uh uh you know uh, this thing is just metamorphosizing right in front of us. it, it continues to grow. Uh, the COVID health team continues to grow each and every day. Uh, more and more people are are joining the campaign. Uh, they're being part of this movement, and it truly is a grassroots movement. Um, you know, and and we're uh, we're reaching out to, as I said, to our corporate and community heroes uh, that are doing such an amazing job. And you know, right now we're we're in the midst of every day we get up and we. Watch the news, we hear the news, and it's just it's just full of doom and gloom and I'm you know to be very honest with you, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Uh, we get out there and we hear about Ontario versus Quebec versus b c and like it's nice to be informed, but we're just inundated every day with the yeah. negativity, and we're seeing uh, the amount of uh, people that it's affecting, and unfortunately the number of lives that are being lost and uh, so where i'm going with this is that the group here the group here at uh, COVID health came to me and said what do you think about doing a podcast uh and obviously having the two of us host this show uh we're going to get down to you know uh, why it made sense for you and i to host the show Mm -hmm. uh just because of our backgrounds alone right uh, i
1: I think that's important to to share that with i think if we're going to move forward by by doing this podcast and um, working along with corporate heroes, community heroes, and just being part of this this life story, this historical uh, life event that's going on. I think it's. I think we should start at a grassroots level and just you just let people know who you are, what you're all about, why we're here. Yeah,
0: like I mean, we're doing a little bit of uh, validation too. We're just uh, as a good friend of ours, former coworker, Mr. Bill Hetherington, reached out. He said, uh, he "Calls us the two monkeys. Yeah. Uh, this is really what what we are." <laughs> Uh, we are just uh, two monkeys, but I, I'm going to put that uh, I think we're kind of special monkeys Yeah. in the aspect of we've both been through a lot. Yeah. And we're here, uh, we're here to, to put some validation to this show. Sure. And then the guests that we're going to have on the show, that'll be uh, tremendous. So, Ron, why don't you uh, go ahead and let people know what you're all about, who you okay. are? Okay.
1: Um, I was a frontline paramedic. Uh, for 20 some odd years uh, starting back in 1990 I believe I started uh, um, yeah and became an advanced care paramedic uh, was really interested in in education and mentoring and precepting and helping out so I got involved in instructing um, mm-hmm. Challenged the uh, tactical program which is basically um, SWAT uh, you you facilitate as the, the medic for the SWAT team um, I was on the bicycle team, things like that. What I really got out of that was um, a lot of my mentors, whether it was uh, uh, paramedic Bill Hetherington or Roy Griffin or people like Brian Dowd. And a lot of the guys that were around before the internet and television and things like that, they were the ones that um, learned very difficult life stories. Um, They made a difference in people's lives. And they taught me about humility. And um, sometimes the most important thing is just sitting with someone and listening to their life story. Mm-hmm. And, and it's taken a long time for both of us to, to get to the realization of we are just part of this great big picture, a big, great big story. Whether you're a paramedic or firefighter, police officer, nurse, doctor, um, you're serving groceries or coffee. We are all participating in this life story right now and being corporate and community heroes. Um, so that's why I'm here. Um, yeah. That's that's why I got involved. That's why I'm helping you. That's why I'm part of this COVID health team. Is just um, being part of this story and, and trying to write a good portion of the story that uh, that ends well.
0: Yeah, and it's going to end well. Absolutely, absolutely it is. No, run. Uh, so run and I worked together initially uh, uh, as frontline uh, uh, paramedics working in the city of. Uh, uh, mississauga and covering the region of halton so we worked for a former company called halton mississauga where we were both uh primary and then advanced care paramedics uh and then just like everything in life uh we just uh, took different paths uh run uh, went the route of going into uh the hamilton area uh, city of hamilton it became that tactical medic All right and uh just progressed along from there yeah yeah no it's uh and and you know uh I went the road of, of leaving Holt, Missuga and then I went to the, uh, the air ambulance program. And this is where the validation comes in here. Um, I was part of the uh, elite group of, of paramedics, and I, and I don't say that boastfully. Uh, I, it, that's just a fact. Uh, I was a critical care flight paramedic. I worked on board the helicopter uh, right here. Uh, it, it
1: was bigger than that, though. I know on like TV, 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 everything <laughs> looks smaller, yeah, I think, but yeah. the helicopter was actually bigger than that. <laughs> it was bigger than yeah. that. <laughs> But uh,
0: yeah, I worked there for, for 18 years and uh, trained at the uh, the highest level. Um, reached out to uh, not only the community here in southwestern Ontario, but we were a provincial resource, meaning that the seven different bases we had, we inter uh, cross, intermixed all the time. Uh, so I found myself always up in the Ottawa area, up in, uh, near Sudbury in northern Ontario. Um, And just a a prolific career, loved every minute of it, Uh, trained to the highest level. We did some amazing things, Uh, but much like, uh, unfortunately, uh, the same with you, Ron. Uh, I got into trouble with uh, my mental health wellness Mm -hmm. and uh, ended up being diagnosed with uh, complex PTSD uh, and then had to uh, uh, move on from there. And So that's really the validation that comes with this. Yes, we are a couple of monkeys, but we've got some uh, we've got some grassroots behind us. Um, You know, you and I talked about that for years we uh, we ran towards the storm, we ran towards the fire, uh, the car accidents, the people that called out in need. Uh, now, out the other side of PTSD, and uh, you know, big kudos to you for battling through what you did. And, and uh, you know, you're, you're healthy and uh, uh, happy, and you're here. I'm here. That's the main thing. Showed up to work. And uh, we're both here, but the call to duty has come once again. And, and you and I were just talking about this the other day that now that we're retired, we're out the other side. With Frontline 4, we're reaching out to the community, offering what we are here. Uh, but then all of a sudden COVID-19 comes along and the call to duty came again mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. We're giving back. Right. Uh, we're running towards uh, this whole pandemic that's going on and in conjunction with uh, Robert and Sarah Rinaldi and Dave Fetty and the rest of the team here at COVID Health, uh, we're running towards the fire right. and uh, we're, we're here to help.
1: Yeah, and the thing that, that is remarkable right now is it's not just frontline healthcare workers and um, first responders running towards this chaos now. It's everyone else. Yeah. It's the community. It's the the, um, the mom and the dad and, and kids making signs. And uh, we have a bunch of people making um, hospital gowns and hospital masks for us. Yeah. Uh, they're donating personal items of personal protective equipment putting themselves in jeopardy so that first responders and frontline healthcare workers are being protected. That is the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the remarkable thing that I'm witnessing right now.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and in, in under uh, the COVID health campaign, uh, we've got a pretty uh, impressive, very inspirational, uh, let's put it that way, a campaign, a spin-off of that called uh, the Stay at Home Heroes uh, uh, online campaign. Um, Stay at home heroes.com uh, uh, and the hashtag plank the curve. Now we're hearing about plank the curve. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit to, to explain. Maybe people at home are going, What the hell's the curve? Like, what are they talking about right, here? Right. And what we're doing is that we've had a steady, steady climb in the number of people infected. Uh, the number of people sick uh, hospitalized and unfortunately the deaths that we had and it's it's continued to climb and that curve is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and what we're trying to do plank the curve right is we're just trying to level this thing off a little bit so that we as as a community uh as a society as, as a group here we can just level this thing off for a little bit let us breathe let us get a hold of this uh, continue to do what we're doing and hopefully start to diminish that and bring it back down the other side right you know that's what that's uh, really all about, but that's that's a really important campaign that I want people to uh, make sure that they uh, reach out to with that. So on the you know way we, we hear the 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 dark and dreary stuff uh, all the time, and I know people are are kind of tired of hearing about, what to do about this thing. But there are a couple of really key elements that that I'd like to talk about. um, And that is face masks. Mm -hmm. So we're we're getting, you know, uh, mixed messages all the time about, uh, you know, we've got a shortage of masks, 100 uh, percent. And and the government, uh, provincial and federal government are working hard at trying to get those masks out to our health care workers and our first responders. but. I mean, uh, the the masks don't really protect you that's wearing the mask, right? It, It protects those around you that if you cough or if you sneeze or you spray when you're talking, that goes out. You know, to a field of them. We'll talk about the field here, right? Yeah,
1: now. Uh, we're talking about the surgical masks right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: So, I mean, it doesn't really uh, protect you as much as it protects the people that are out around you, right. and that's why they're saying to people to stay at least the two meters away or the six feet. That's that's the key.
1: Yeah, and, and we're, because we're because we are Canadian, eh? Yeah, eh, Canadian, eh? Uh, Instead of doing the two meters or six feet, you know, we're instituting just the hockey stick. Yeah. Hashtag hockey stick. Hockey stick. I I think that's brilliant. Um, If you just kind of keep that distance, it's a good reminder. Whether you're wearing masks or gloves. that's great. The hand sanitizer that we can talk about shortly yeah. that's yeah. going on. That's great. But the, the whole distancing thing is really important.
0: And, and that's where that social distancing thing sure. has come up. And yeah. you, know, you can wear the mask. That's fine. Yep. But if, if you're not wearing the mask, keeping that social distancing at the two meters, six feet away, that's the whole key. And that's what we're trying to impress that that everybody's really trying to impress everybody to keep that distance. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. It, it is it's it's super hard because we want to we want to hug our loved ones we want to hug our friends it, shake uh, shake your hands you know like uh i come from the era that your handshake uh made that was everything that was the contract that was the contract yeah. right there and yeah. we're not able to do that right now no so we're sort of breaking that down so that's that's a tough barrier what, what people don't understand with that that's a tough mental barrier to to get over right there
1: yeah and especially with the warm weather coming now yeah
0: Exactly. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about that, so social distancing. The mask, yes, uh, but, I mean, uh, you can wear a mask over and over again, uh, but you've got to be cleaning that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, you know, I don't want to sound like I, I'm preaching here, but, I, you know, we do have some validity, some background to this. Yeah.
1: And when I was man?
0: working on the front lines, I couldn't stand wearing those masks. I don't think anybody
1: enjoys wearing those masks no. or goggles or gowns no, or they're, uh
0: You know, uh, and putting that that validation back into this, we both worked during SARS. We did. The SARS outbreak. Yep. Uh, scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had friends that were affected by the fellow paramedics. Right. Um, so we were there for the SARS epidemic. We're, uh, you know, MERS. Yep. Uh, you know, in the air ambulance field, we were always... Uh, uh affected by the mrsa uh breakout that happened all the time you and i were here during 9-11 Yeah, we were we we're working we we're working the front lines yeah we did and not. i think it's important for people to know exactly what you did during
1: 9-11 oh uh there was a joint effort of um i was in hamilton at the time i was born and raised in hamilton so shout out shout out to uh the hamilton paramedics in in the hammer, <laughs> in the hammer. and my brothers and sisters out there yeah we um I was the site coordinator during 9-11 at Mount Hope Airport. My job was to facilitate the additional flights coming in f- from ground zero. And um, we didn't know what was going on. I didn't see any of the television going on. No. Um, I was unaware of the, the devastation. So we had to facilitate landing of thousands of people. Um, that really, I got to see firsthand again how the community um, gets together from children to the elderly and donating food and supplies and water and donating money and their time to support the first responders and healthcare workers affected by that and um, we were inspired to go down to New York City we raised a bunch of money for the paramedics killed at Ground Zero mm-hmm. and I was allowed to meet the family members who lost their moms and dads who were paramedics and um, yeah, I, I was the only paramedic to speak at that memorial service at the, the Javits Center, which is now being a huge hospital center right now, but that's where where we all met and spoke and uh I I planted the Canadian flag and saluted and did my part, but uh it was a joint effort during 911.
0: Yeah. 9-11. Yeah, so and thank you for sharing that cuz I wanted to make sure that we got that out there that uh and and yes, I I'm emphasizing again that we are a couple of monkeys, but we're, we're guys that uh, we've been through an awful lot in our careers, and we've got some validation with what's going on here. And hooking up with the the COVID health team and covidhealth.ca with uh, with uh, uh, Mr. Dave Fetty, uh Robert Rinaldi, mm-hmm. and Dr. Sarah Rinaldi, we put some validity behind this. We've got some... Uh, uh, we know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, we're part of this. So let's just touch uh, on another topic there, and that is the uh, the gloves that uh, people are wearing. Important? No. Yes. What do you think?
1: Well, for healthcare workers, for first responders, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for people that are serving us at groceries and uh, takeout food, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the problem with the general public wearing gloves going into the grocery stores or going shopping is they will unconscious or subconsciously touch their face. Yeah, um, they'll have contaminated hands, and then instead of taking those gloves off and disposing, they'll get into their car and touch the steering wheel, touch their kids, touch yeah. their phone. So, uh, the more tools you have on your tool belt, uh, the heavier the tool belt, the more responsibility it takes, and that's why it's the simplicity of just washing your hands how it. Yeah. It, it makes a big difference in the social distancing. So unless you're a professional healthcare care worker, uh, a first responder, or you're actually in the community uh, and they're putting their lives on the line serving the general public, you don't need gloves. What you right. need to do is wash, your hands, wash and so- your hands and social distancing. And social distancing.
0: Yeah. Those are the two big ones. Yeah. That, 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 that's enormous. Like gloves, masks are all well and fine. Right. Get it. But uh, washing hands, social distancing, and staying at home as much as you can—that yeah. is, uh, those those are the keys to. I think uh,
1: I think the reality is, if the Canadian government or the G twenty countries had billions—I'm not saying millions—I mean billions of gloves and masks, everyone would be encouraged to wear gloves and masks. But that's not the reality. <coughs> no. It's it's all there. It's an all or nothing principle here. You yeah. Either everyone does it or not. If not, the people that are doing it are the physicians and the nurses and the first responders and healthcare workers.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, a, a big one that we want to talk about now. We've got the uh, hashtag uh, Hockey Stick Away. We talked about social distancing and the gloves and masks. Right. Uh, the purpose of this show, as we said at the start, was to put a, a, a positive spin on things, mm-hmm. uh, get out there, and that's where we're going to ask people. Uh, we're going to ask a couple of simple questions, but we want people to send in their comments because I mean, yeah. we've got our comments. Yep. That's what it's all about. And that's just all it is. You can agree with it. You can disagree with it. That's just our comments. That's just my comment or, or right. yours alone. Yeah. Uh, it's not meant to be uh, preachy or anything like that. But we want to hear from uh, from you people. Uh, we want to hear from our healthcare workers, their families, uh, our first responders uh, and their families. Uh, and we want people to uh, send us in their videos, send in videos about what you're doing at home to stay safe. Uh, call in and just talk about your son or daughter, your mom or dad, your aunt, your uncle, that's a first responder, uh, and let them know that you're thinking about them.
1: Yeah, the, the, the whole aspect of, I think, the essence of this show is, is, is life story. So I wrote something that I want to share with everybody. I'll read it first, and then I'll show it, and then we'll talk about the website. Yeah. Uh, we can send the pictures and videos to you. I, I just wrote, uh, we live and share a moment once together, and then it simply becomes a story. And that's what this podcast and this is what uh, this whole challenge is about. Um, and if you want to send pictures, you want to send videos, you want to send a shout out um, to someone who's a frontline line hero, um, a community hero, a corporate hero, um, even a birthday wish. Uh, if your mom or dad are in a nursing home, uh, you simply go to the BeHumankindPodcast.com. And if you go to that site, you, we will upload your pictures and your videos and we will put them on this podcast because that's what we want this show to be about. It's not the, you and I sitting here the yeah. two talking heads, yeah, yeah. but actually the people in the Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, um, participating in the health and wellness and recovery of this whole pandemic.
0: And, and you know, Ron, uh, we, we've talked about this, that this is uh, it's a challenging and dark time. But where there's darkness, there's light. Yeah. And there's just a ton of stuff that's going on in the community. And that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Uh, With future ones that we've got, we're going to bring on uh, the people behind the scenes. We're going to have Dave Fady on here. We're going to have uh, Dr. Sarah Rinaldi. We're going to have Robert on here. We're going to have uh, what's happening in our community. There's just some tremendous stuff Mm -hmm. uh, that people are doing behind the scenes. Right. to To support everybody, and uh, you know, we want we want to talk about this uh, quickly. We're we're getting down near the end here, but I wanted to talk about this hand sanitizer campaign that's going on. Yeah, because it is good idea. Massive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we've connected with uh, some pretty amazing people over at Waterloo Brewing and up at Cowbell that are supplying us with uh, uh, beer mash or mash, I guess it's called. Uh, We're taking that. Uh, in the big totes, and we're delivering them down to uh, some of the uh, distilleries in the area. And we've got more and more joining our team each and every day. But, you know, we want to give the big shout-out to uh, some pretty important people. Uh, Dr. Steve Inasante up at Inasante Breweries up man. in Waterloo. smart man. Smart guy. We've got Mark Townsend with Silver Fox. Uh, ben Murphy with Murphy's Law. Just an incredible group. We've got the group out at Junction 56 in Stratford. Uh, we got Willaball that's out in air, Spring Mill in uh, Guelph, and that's just some of them, and we're getting more <clears throat> and more that are joining this campaign each and every day. So, what happens is, is uh, I'm going to let uh, the big smart people talk about it. I'm going to give the uh, quick, down and dirty Coles notes, but we're taking that, that beer mash, right? Uh, being the logistics center, we're coordinating, moving those totes over to the distilleries. And the big brains of these uh, distilleries uh, that are used to making moonshine and whiskey yeah. and the vodkas yeah. and all the rest of it—they're yeah. uh, graciously uh, uh, using their distilleries. They're—they're—they're they're, they're building these stills, and uh, with a combination of the beer mash, uh, and ethanol, and the glycerin and the hydrogen peroxide, hydrogen peroxide yeah. <clears throat> these brilliant people are coming up with uh, hand sanitizer and it is all it, it's important for us to get out to everybody that this is under the world health organization mm-hmm. standards. Yep. The CDC, the uh, center for disease control yep. standards. That's what this, this stuff, we have the license for it. We yep. have an MSDS sheet that comes out to support that this stuff is good. What we're doing with that, we're then bottling it and putting it into big pails. Home hardware is <clears It's throat> just stepped up here in a big way. Um, to supply us with some of the bottles we have and the spray nozzles uh, and, the, and the pails to, to bring this product down here. We're bringing all that back here to Frontline Forward. Right. Uh, and then we're getting that out to the community. We've reached out to our healthcare workers and our uh, first responders. We've given, you know, a number of bottles out to our police officers. Yeah. Uh, and we've given it out, to, you know, with our, with our paramedics that we're working with right now, mm-hmm. uh, doing our bit to keep them safe. Right. And that's important
1: yeah and and over this transition of of during this podcast and during this pandemic we're going to show pictures and videos of actually us distributing yeah. the sanitizer and, and all the donations that people are giving us the the homemade gowns and caps and things like that yeah and that's that's the story that's that's the message we want to get across that this is a very grassroots um, i I don't like using the word feel good but it, it, that's the it reality is. it, it I come in here every day, and uh, and we know we're making our, our little our little difference of um, of what we're doing here is 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 important, and everything adds up. So that's what uh, that's why we're here. That's why I'm here.
0: That's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're both here. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we're going to have some pretty amazing people that are going to come on the show here. So please send us your stories send us your videos let's get that in there let's get a conversation started here Mm -hmm. uh tell us that you think that we're full of it here or that we don't know what we're talking about and let's have that conversation (laughs) we never know what we're talking about this is is, is (laughs) uh we just want to say thank you Canada and we mean that with all our heart and soul thank you Canada uh, for living and learning together for overcoming and supporting one another for being a shining light against a great challenge. And that's what we're up against right now. We're Mm -hmm. up against a great challenge. Uh, We want you to continue to be safe, be strong, be kind, and be human kind. And we've got a whole t-shirt campaign that's going on right now. Visit the covidhealth.ca website uh, to see about the uh, t-shirts that we uh, got out there. We're gonna be asking people uh, to send in those videos about what it's like to be kind just a quick little snippet about what it's like to be kind, what it means to be kind, right? what it means to be human, right? and then what it's like to be humankind. And then we're going to have these t-shirts available for people. Yeah, And, and do we'll talk, about that, too. Then talk yeah. about that. And we're going to talk about that the, in the shows to come. Yep. Uh, to everybody out there, please continue to stay safe, be humankind, and we leave you with this.